priceless. And thank you, mothers, for all the love you give to your family. And my husband's going to make sure I'm all fixed and ready to go. I think I hear myself. Happy Mother's Day, moms. I'm so glad to see all of you today. Um, I see someone out here that's expecting another baby, little Brandy Erickson. Congratulations, Jonathan and Brandy, for your new baby that's coming soon. We're so happy for you. There's nothing like being a mother, is there? And that video is so true. Mothers are hardworking. They pour everything they have into their families, and especially the love. And you, you can't replace that. You cannot um, copy that or anything. It's just amazing that what value a mother has to her family. And, you know, my mom is so valuable to me. I'm so blessed to still have my mother. I know I'm blessed. And she just celebrated 91 years this last weekend. But, you know, my precious mother, she's a treasure to my heart. She's so valuable to our family. On her birthday, we were planting flowers and trying to beautify her deck and make her yard beautiful. And she was walking. This is how bad we felt. She's walking along and she's looking around at everything. And she said, oh, this is so inviting. And she stumbled on a little stool and took a tumble. Of course, I screamed. I always scream when I get scared. I scream, mother! And everybody rushed to her. And it didn't seem too bad a fall. She scratched her shin. But what happened after the fall was alarming to us. It scared us so bad because she had two really bad fainting episodes, enough to where I hollered at my niece, call 911, and then that started the big event of going to the hospital and checking her out. So I'm still working on my fears and my alarming fears that I have, but we were glad we took her. Everybody was said that was the right thing to do, and thank God she checked out just fine. And I wish I could be there with her today for Mother's Day. Uh, I had been preparing to speak today, so I'm hoping that I'll be a blessing to you as well as to my mother and my family if they're watching today to encourage everyone's hearts and to thank my mother and thank all you mothers for the blessing that you are to our family. And we cherish our mothers. Amen? Okay. How many of you, let's just have a little icebreaker this morning. You like icebreakers? How many of you have ever been on a treasure hunt? Have you, have, have you, have you, did you ever find a treasure? Well, I love treasure hunts. It's exciting. You know, you start out with a map and you follow the directions and it leads you right to the treasure. You know, X marks the spot. Then you take your little shovel and you dig and you dig until you hit something. Tink! And then you know it's really true. You found the hidden treasure and you cannot wait to see what's inside. So guess what? Today, we're going to go on a treasure hunt. Now, you don't have to get up and run around the room or anything. This is going to be fun. So y'all get ready. All right, there's a little clue. Here's the clue to the treasure hunt, to the treasure map. I'm giving you the treasure map. Here it is. Listen carefully. Seek the treasure and you will find something sweet and something kind. Behind your legs, above your feet, it might just be underneath your seat. Do we have any treasure hunters out there? Are you the lucky one? Anybody find a treasure? Anybody finding a treasure? Oh, I hear some crackling over Oh, I see someone back on the back row has found a treasure. Brandy, did you find one? Angela, did you? It might be under the seat next to you. <laughs> Roberta, scoot over one. <laughs> it could be close by. Well, isn't that fun to find a treasure? And what are those treasures? What does it say? It says kind. Did y'all get some kind treasures? Yeah, everybody found hers. Okay, good. All right. So that's our icebreaker for today. So today I want to talk to you about treasures. 
Now let's, let's look at the definition of treasures. There's four aspects of treasures. Treasures are riches and valuables. We know that. To treasure something or someone, it means to cherish and to hold dear. And we all have someone we treasure, right? It's something or someone that we adore or devoted to or worship. So we know Jesus is our treasure, correct? It is something that we keep safe, that we preserve, and we value highly. Treasures are valuable to us. It may be something, it may be someone, and surely Jesus is the greatest treasure. Amen? So who and what is valuable to us, and who or what do we treasure? Okay, I've got a little something here. Let me scoot myself over because I'm going to make sure I have plenty of room to do what I need to do. Oh, look at this beautiful treasure chest that we have today. Isn't that beautiful? I'll tell you more about that later. I happen to have the key to it, and I wonder what's inside. We all have treasure chests, you know. We have treasure chests. Each one of us do. And let's see if this key works. All right, Eddie. Help me, Eddie. There you go. I've told your mouth right. All right, let's see. What's in this treasure? Got to open these little thingies here. Okay, Bebo, come on. There we go. Sometimes these old treasure chests are hard to open. Oh, what's inside? Lots of treasure boxes, you know. Um, if you're like me, you have so many treasure boxes at home. I have them all kinds of sizes, big ones, small ones, little bitty ones. They all hold something that's special to me that I cherish, especially memories and keepsakes. You know, we all have something special. If you're like me, you don't throw anything away. You have boxes of cards since you were a teenager, since you started learning how to write. You don't throw anything away. So, yeah, I have all kinds of real pretty boxes. And, you know, inside of them, those treasures that we just love, you know, oh, they're just pictures and, and letters and cards and Photographs, oh, of memories and people that are dear to us. I won't go through all my pictures. It'll drive you crazy. I won't show them all to you. But, you know, the Bible says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Right? That means whatever we treasure, our heart's going to follow after that. Correct? So what's important to us is where what's going to be in our heart, what's going to take up our heart, because that's what we're going to give our heart to. Isn't this the beautiful treasure chest? Oh, my, it's gorgeous. Oh, what is that? Well, I guess it's true. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Look at there. I have a few treasures in here that I brought, just for examples. I happen to pull this out of my treasure closet at home. I think I'll use this, Sam, so I can set it on here. All right, isn't this pretty? Look at this box. I pulled this out of my treasure closet, and I thought, what's in here? As I was preparing for today. And as I opened it up, right on the very top of all things, and this is the one I pulled out, I'm just going to do three things here that are special treasures to me. I found this card. It says, Mother. It says, may I ask you a very personal question? And I opened it up, and it says... When did you first realize that you had the worst world's most perfect child? And then it has a child with a food of a can of pan of food on her on the head and just messy. And then it says Happy Mother's Day, and it's Stacy's little word letters S T A C I when she was in kindergarten. <laughs> She's barely writing her name there. She gave that to me for when she was five years old, and I treasure that. Now 
This is hilarious. Nathan must have wrote this for me to me when he was, I don't know, could have been 12 years old. It says, Happy Mother's Day. He said, Mother, I love you. He wrote this poem, by the way. This is him. He wrote this for me. It's probably one of his first things that he's ever... If you know my son, he's a songwriter. So he's written lots of songs. And so his is one of the first things he's written. This is a poem. Actually, I have a few more before this, but this is really special. Happy Mother's Day. Mother, I love you with all of my whole heart. You've always been with me right from the start. You've given me courage, strength, and joy. And that is just what is, what is needed by a knothead boy. <laughs> he knows himself very well. You are the sweetest mom I will ever talk to or see. So last of all, mom, thanks for being a great example to me. Love, Nathan. Isn't that sweet? What a treasure that is. That's so sweet. And this is, this is really extra sweet. This is, I, I came across this. This is a certificate from Laura Beth. And it says, Mom, I love you. It says, Mom, here, and she wrote this. Mom, here's a flyer that is good for one foot rub and one hair brushing. These gifts will last 10 minutes each. You don't have to take these at the same time. Please ask me to do these when I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I love you, love, Laura. I love you. And then I found this other thing from Laura. It's a little coupon book. Happy Mother's Day. This coupon is worth, brush your hair, from Laura. This coupon is worth, polish your nails, from Laura. And this one says, this coupon is worth making your bed, from Laura. Well, I have some great news. I've never cashed these in. <laughs> Laura, today... Can I start today? I'm glad I found those. I thought I had lost them. Oh, what treasures we can find when we start digging through our old treasure chest. That's why I don't throw anything away, because one day it's going to make you laugh, and it was so much fun. All right. Now, I just went off on a random thing. I don't even know where I am on my notes. <laughs> so let me find myself. Okay. All right. So whatever is in your treasure chest is important to you. And then... uh what else is in my treasure chest? Oh, my goodness. My mother and sisters gave me this when I was a young mother. Because they know I love precious moments. <laughs> and it was supposed to sit on a shelf, but I let my kids play with it. <laughs> Look at that poor thing. Isn't that kind of sad? But I love precious moments. Oh, And I just couldn't throw that away. I had to keep it. Because you know what? Precious moments. I have several, but precious moments. The reason I love them is because our life is filled with precious moments. And I cherish each one of them. You know, precious moments make the best and sweetest memories. Just those little moments. So don't, don't, don't let those little moments pass you by. You don't have to spend a big amount of something. Those little moments, just cherish them because they'll last forever in your heart. Amen? All right, now, I see something in here that's really extra beautiful and special to me. And if you've been to my house, you have seen this. All righty. This is something very special that my mom and sisters made for me. And it's a cross. Boy, it took a lot of time to make this. Would you look at all the jewels and jewelry on this cross? A lot of this came from my grandmother and my mother and my sisters and they put so much time and thought into it. They've got special things all about it. they got my children on here, me and Sam on here. It's got our Walker family, as for me and my house, right in the center of the cross. 
it's just, it's got, of course, it's got Gone Fishing by Sam. And uh, The Precious Moment by me. There's just a lot of special personal things about this treasure cross that I just love. And, you know, I know they put a lot of love into this. They did this because they wanted me to feel valuable and loved. And boy, do I ever. Because I know what it took to do this. And I cherish them so very, very much. Um, but, you know, another reason why we use the cross, some of us have these in our family. I think we all have one uh, that we've made for each other. But what we, why we put it on the cross? It's because when we see the cross in our family, we know that Jesus is in the center of our family. And when we see the cross, we remember the love that went on that cross and how much time he wants us to spend with him and how much time he wants to spend with, that he wants to spend with us. And, you know, love and time are so valuable. And so I cherish this, and I thank the Lord for Jesus, and I thank the Lord for my family, and what a treasure this is. And it's so beautiful. I'm going to just set it right here where everybody can see it. Because Jesus is going to be right in the center of this whole thing. All right, where did I put my water? Here it is. But we can't forget the most important thing that we need to keep in our treasure chest. Jesus. The Word of God should always be on display. It should always be in the, in the center of our hearts. Because this is Jesus. His, this is God's word to us. And this is our treasure map. This shows us how to find him. And he leads our path. He leads us in the way we should go. We have every answer that we need right here in this book. And you know, why does he say, hide the word in your heart that you won't sin against God? He wants us to be, we are his children. We are his jewels. Uh, we are his treasures. And he wants us to be right with him and love him because he has so much for us. And I'm just talking out of my heart today. So today I'm going to share a few stories with you that God has done in my life. I just want to do bring encouragement to your heart. But the Bible is the most precious thing in the whole wide world. And Jesus dying on the cross and his love for us, God's love for us, needs to be the center of our lives. He is our greatest treasure. Amen? Let's see if this will stand right here. It may not. I'm going to just set it right here. Okay. Okay. The Bible, you know, I talked about how the Bible is like a treasure box. There's truths and promises and so much more inside. And there's so much that he wants to share with us. And the only way to do that is to spend time with him. Um, if you, I don't know if you ever saw that movie a long time ago. That was kind of funny. That if you've seen it, you understand what people say when they say, Do not seek the treasure. <laughs> I hear some laughs. I know you've seen it. But what are we really supposed to do with Jesus? He is a treasure to us. So he, God is saying to us, seek the treasure. If we seek the treasure, then there's so much there in that treasure for us. And if we seek him, we will find him. So I have an experience that happened to me years ago. Now, I was, had just become a pastor's wife, 1989 in November full-time pastor's wife. I was associate pastor's wife before that. So I'd only been a pastor's wife for a few months. And it was in the springtime, and I was taking my ladies on a spring retreat up in Arkansas. And the theme of the retreat was that God loves us. And there was hearts everywhere. 
There was hearts when you came into the gates. There was hearts when you went into your dorms. There was hearts in the auditorium, in the bathroom, in the kitchen. Everywhere you went, there was red hearts on your pillows. It was just the most wonderful thing. But I was so preoccupied with making sure, because I was a new pastor's wife. I wanted to make sure everybody was having a good time, and I was stressed out. Trish, you know. So during the retreat, uh, they said, all right, you, we want you to go have a quiet time. We want you to get along with God and seek the Lord. So it had rained and rained, just like it has been doing now, springtime. And so it was on a hill, it was going down the hill, and it was, some of you have heard this story before, but I know there's others that haven't, that's why I want to share this. But I was going down the hill, and I was trying to find a place that nobody else was at, and uh, it was muddy, and I was had wandered and wandered and wandered until I finally got to the end of the hill, and there was a fence. I thought, well, I've gone as far as I can go, I'm, where am I going to sit, it's muddy. So I looked over and I saw this flat rock on the ground. So I went over to it and I just kind of sat down on that rock. And so I thought, okay, I'm supposed to spend time with God. Get your mind off all these things that you're worrying about. These ladies, are they having a good time? This one lady was not having a good time and I spent all my time with her trying to make her have a good time. So I was preoccupied in my thinking, but God kept saying, just spend time with me. Just sit here and just wait. And so I just I was just trying to praise him. I was just going, Lord, I just thank you. I just praise you. You know, sometimes in life we just get too busy to sit down at his feet and to spend time with him, don't we? Because we're too busy. We hit the ground running in the mornings. But I sit there going, come take advantage of this time now. I'm going to pray and I'm going to seek God. So, Lord, I just thank you. You're so good to me. It's real shallow praying. And after a while, I started feeling fidgety. So I thought, well, I wonder if anybody's going back. I started looking around and everybody's still in their spot. Okay, stay longer. I'm just being honest, y'all. So I'm sitting there. And uh, and I start picking at the grass. Oh, Lord, just bless my family, bless my church, bless my ladies. Help the lady that doesn't is not having a good time have a good time. Um, just picking at grass. And then there was like mud in the grass you know, around me because it had been muddy. And I saw a little rock. Not, yeah, it was a little rock stuck in the mud. So I'm a doodler. How many of you doodle? So I pulled the rock out of the dirt to doodle in the dirt. And when I pulled the rock out of the dirt, I looked in my hand, and it was a perfect shaped heart rock. It was stuck into the mud. Now, guess what? I lost my heart rock when I was trying to come here today. I don't know where I put it, so I found a replacement. (laughs) It's not the one, but the other one looks just like it. But when I held it in my hand, it just took my breath away. Because I thought, oh my gosh, the Lord loves me. I just felt this love wash over me. I thought, how in the world could I have gone to this certain spot, praising Him and you know, trying to stay in His presence, and then all of a sudden He puts His heart in my hand. And so I was so excited. I told all my ladies. They were all, oh, that's all great. I called Sam, and I said, when I get home, I have a story to tell. Get the kids, gather them around. They were a little bitty at the time. And I have a story to tell them. So I got home. And I couldn't wait to tell them. Sam met me at the door. The kids met me at the door. They were hugging me. And uh, so I said, y'all sit down. So we all sat in a circle in the living room. And I began to tell them the story about the heart rock and how God gave me this heart rock to show me that he loved me. And they just thought it was so neat. They all wanted to hold it. They all shared it. And then I, I was so exhausted. I'd been gone for two nights. hadn't slept a wink. And I thought, I, I told Sam, I said, I just need to lay down on the bed for just a few minutes just to rest. So I go in there. And I lay across my bed, and I cherished that rock because I knew the Lord wanted me to find it. So I had it in my hand, and I laid across my bed, and I had it under my chest like this, and I just laid on the bed. And I just let out a breath, like, just relax. 
And as soon as I relaxed, no, let me back up and say, something was nagging me inside of me. I thought, I know he loves me, but what if, I think, I feel like there's something more to this. That's the most important part. So when I laid on the bed and I let out the breath, I heard the Lord speak so clear these words. And he said to me, if you will tarry with me, I will reveal my heart to you. And I just went, that's what he was trying to teach me. I knew he loved me, but he was just, here's, I'm a new pastor's wife and I've been struggling with this anyway because I'm a busy mom of three. Barely, if you'll just take your time and spend time with me, there's so much in my heart that I want to reveal to you, that I want to give to you. And, and the more you spend time with me, the more you'll know me, the more you'll experience all that I am to you, and the more you can give to others. Well, I can't say that I've always been perfect at that all these years. I can do so much better. But I think about all the times I've wasted that I might have missed something. There was a song, I, uh, Lord, I miss my time with you. you know, I feel like there's so much more that God wants to say if we would just wait and get in his presence and listen to him and get in his word. Listen to what he wants to tell us. What does Jesus want to say to us? How? What do we need to hear from him? Do we need... Of course, we're going to grow. We're going to grow spiritually when we listen to his voice. But there's things we need to help us when we're raising our families, to walking with him, to dealing with other people. There's so many things we go through in life where we need his strength and his help. When we have our fears, when we have our worries, all types of things. And he wants to share that with us and help us to overcome. Amen? That's how much he loves us. And so... And, and also, he wants us to love him and spend our time with him, too. I start thinking about um, the precious moments that we have with Jesus. I think I forgot something really special here. Yeah, I did. The precious moments that we have with Jesus. I want to say this about the precious moment, doll. That reminded me so much of Brent and Ty. There's such a sweet story about Brent and Ty. Brent's my son-in-law. Ty's my grandson. One day when Ty was really small. Now he's 10 now, but he was pretty small. How old was he, Stacy? Two or three years old. Brent and Ty had a special precious moment. They just were hugging each other. And when they hugged each other, Ty looked up at his daddy and he says, I feel like my heart just got bigger. He felt that love in his heart, and it felt like it was growing, you know. And he just felt the love between him and his daddy, and I thought, what a sweet thing to say. And I think that time and love are so valuable. And like I said, precious moments, they make the best memories. So now I think about spending our time with God. You know, sometimes when we spend time with God, don't you feel like sometimes when you're in that time, when you're seeking Him, you're spending time with Him, that all of a sudden... When he shares his love with you, don't you just feel like sometimes he's just reaching down and giving you a hug to let you know he loves you? And I think precious moments with Jesus, they just make our hearts grow bigger and bigger for him. And we get his heart inside of us. And our hearts grow bigger and bigger for others. And that's what he wants. That's what he wants. Amen? And I love that when we spend time with him and in his word, that we get to know him more and more. We know what he's thinking, what's important to him, what are his desires for our lives, and more. So we get to know his heart. 
And then when we do that, what do we do? More and more. We talk like him. We walk like him. We act like him. And then what happens? Other people see him in us. Amen? Uh, I love this about the Proverbs 31 woman. And I looked at that again. And you've heard that uh, teaching on the Proverbs 31 woman so many times. I'm not going to do a teaching on it. But... You know, there are so many virtues of the Proverbs 31 woman. And you can see that she was trustworthy, she was provider, she was benevolent, wise, she was kind, she cared for her family. Those are wonderful virtues, and there are so many more. And I see a lot of value in the Proverbs 31 woman. What I see mostly, guess what I see? I see mostly a reflection of the Lord. I can tell that this woman spent her life getting to know him, and she's tucked away in her heart all the treasures of the Word. She walks in wisdom, she walks in knowledge and kindness, and she cares for her family, and she fears the Lord. So she honors the Lord with her life, and the fruit of it is that her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband does also, and he praises her, and guess what? Her works praise her in the gates. In other words, her life speaks for itself. Amen? A God-fearing woman waits for the Lord. She hopes in the Lord. And she will stay close to the heart of God and trust His promises. Amen? It's so important to fear the Lord. It's so important to fear the Lord. Uh, Fear of the Lord means to hate evil, to honor Him with our lives, to live a holy life. In Malachi 3, 16, I believe, it talks about how God was listening to conversations of people, and they were he could hear that they were God-fearing. He could tell they feared him. And guess what he, he said he would do? He said, um, I'm going to write this down, remember this, and I'm going to make them my jewels. Because he loves us to fear him and to honor him and to be holy. So, And that's what the Proverbs 31 woman is to me. Now, I have many, many ladies in my life that I consider a Proverbs 31 woman in this room, in my family, and my friends. I have very many family and friends that are Proverbs 31 woman, women. And I, I have a special, special friend. Her name is Jody Bell. You may have remember Jody and Dave Bell from San Antonio. They're dear, dear friends from Destiny Church in San Antonio. And they're both in heaven now. They both passed away right before they were 60. So Jody Bell, to me, and all, to all who knew her, she was definitely a Proverbs 31 woman. This past July, um, I believe it was July, might have been August, she, de- she suddenly went home to be with the Lord. It was heartbreaking for everyone who knew her. It broke my heart. Well, their family, their son, asked me to speak at her service. And the Lord reminded me as I was praying and preparing, how can I honor Jody? The Lord reminded me of something that was happened when Dave passed away just six years earlier than that. We were at Dave's uh, service and when this event happened. But to give you a background on why this happened, let me tell you this. It was in the spring of 2012, and I was again preparing for another ladies' retreat. And the theme of the retreat was called Treasure Island. And I had another treasure chest, and it was a real old treasure chest. And, well, it was a trunk, and I wanted to make it into a treasure chest. (coughs) 
So I kind of looked at it, and it had some wallpaper inside that had like Victorian women and stuff on it, and I thought, maybe I should cover that up. So I went to Walmart and got some fabric, and it ended up, I don't what am I do? what am I doing here? What do I, how do I make this look like a treasure chest? So I bought this fabric. Well, I didn't know what I was doing, so I bought this white fabric and some cotton batting and some trim and everything and some thumbtacks. And I started in my living room floor. I got this trunk open, and I'm putting all this in there because inside the treasure chest, I had the Bi- I wanted to put the Bible open at the very top in the center of the treasure chest, and it had a big red heart in there and had some jewels. And the whole theme of the treasure, the treasure island was that in the trunk, trunk, I wanted to give the example of that Jesus is our treasure and that God's Word is our treasure. And um, so when I opened up the trunk there, uh, that's what it was going to be like. So I'm trying to build this treasure chest. But as I'm building this treasure chest, I start thinking, oh, my goodness, this is looking more like a casket. I didn't want that. You know, like, oh, what am I doing? And I was like, oh, my gosh, and kind of bothered me. And then all of a sudden, Stacy and Brent come over. But, you know, who came in the door first? It was Ty. Because he always would bust through the door. Beep-boo! Call my name. And uh, he come running in with his, his exuberance. And he was only three years old. He just turned three in December. So this is like in April. So he comes in. And what does he want? He wants to know, what are you doing, Bebo? What are you, what are you doing? So I begin to tell him, well, this is a treasure chest. And this is the Word of God. And Jesus is the Word. And we, we treasure Jesus, we treasure His Word. And I'm building this for a ladies' retreat. So I began to explain to him about that. And so then later, just a month later, uh, we get the phone call right here at church that Pastor Dave had passed away suddenly. And, of course, it devastated us. And we got there as quick as we could. We stayed the whole week with the family. And so we're at the, the funeral and Stacy and Brent came, and Ty was in there, and it was kind of sitting in the center back, kind of in the center back here, and they had the casket up front, and, and Dave. And so Ty was way back there, three years old, and it was right before the service started, and Ty looks up there, and he sees the casket, and he can see Dave, and he looked at his parents, and he said, Is that Jesus in that treasure chest? Is that the most precious thing you've ever heard? Is that the most precious thing? And when Stacy and Brent told us, I started crying. And I thought, what a thing for a child to see. He saw that treasure chest, and he saw Dave in it, and he said, is that Jesus in that treasure chest? And I thought, what better thing for anyone to say about any of us as Christians that they would see Jesus in us, that we lived our lives so holy and so righteous, but loved God with all of our hearts, lived for Him, and they could see that we've spent time with Him, that we've known Him, and they would say, is that Jesus in that treasure chest? Of course, seeing Jesus in us was what brought that out of my heart. And I thought, that's what, that's what, if at the end of my life, that's what I hope I can leave behind, is that I love Jesus with all my heart, and that they saw Him in me, and I want to pass that down to the next generation. Amen. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4, 7, it says, For we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. You know, we love our mothers, our children love us, and we, we're treasures to one another. Amen. We treasure one another, and we should. We... we 
have so much love and so much time and so many precious memories that fill our lives. And that's what God wants. But I think the best thing that we can pass down to our next, to our family is the love for Jesus. The love for Jesus by our life, by them seeing this in our life, seeing him in our lives like that. Um, so we need to give him our whole heart. And, and, uh, this is what happens when you just talk and you don't know, and you can't even follow your notes. It's just coming out of my heart. But I think the most important is what I'm talking about here is leaving a spiritual inheritance. You know, I was thinking about this treasure chest. This treasure chest, it belonged to my great grandfather. It belonged to my mother's grandfather. His name was Joe Yarbrough. And my brother Eddie, he inherited it from my mother, who inherited it from her dad and her grandmother, Granddaddy. And he let me borrow this today for the illustration, so I'm taking real good care of it. It's been preserved. Mom and Dad preserved it. It's been protected, and it's highly valued. Okay, all kinds of treasures have been stored in this treasure chest. But hopefully, eventually, this treasure chest it gets passed down to the next generation and the next and the next. But what do we have in our treasure chests? What's valuable to us? And what will we pass down to the next generation? We've been entrusted with our children, moms, haven't we? God entrusted our precious children to us, and we have been entrusted with the gospel of Jesus. And I am thankful that my, I remember, I don't remember my great-grandparents very much at all, but I do remember my grandparents, and I remember my parents, and my grandmothers were churchgoers. They loved the Lord, and my mother and daddy loved the Lord and went to church. I was with it mothers a while back, and we, we she pulled out an old box, an old treasure box, had all these old black and white pictures in it, and I was asking her who all these people were. She didn't even know, hardly. So they were family members from way, way back, but we may not be remembered in generations to come, but the Word of God does never return void. And if we pass down the love of Jesus and love for Jesus and the Word of God to our next generation, and they get it, then they could pass it down to the next generation. It doesn't matter if they don't remember us three generations from now. As long as they have the Lord, as long as they have eternity, that's what's important. And um, a few years back when our ladies were together, I asked them to give me a special scripture that God had put on their heart. And Roberta Hebert, one of our precious ladies, she won a kind bar today, hallelujah, uh, she, her scripture was, and I never have forgotten this, Roberta. I've kept it in my Bible, and I wrote, wrote it in my Bible with your name beside of it. But I have claimed this promise for my family and for my descendants because I always am praying, God, I pray that all of my family knows you, that everyone in my family is saved. And for generations to come, I, don't, I, just, I ask you to put your hand on our family and save them, Lord. Let them know you and love you. So in Isaiah fifty nine twenty one, this is the promise. As for me, says the Lord, this is my covenant with them, my spirit who is upon you, and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your descendants, nor from the mouth of your descendants' descendants, says the Lord, for this time, from this time forth and forevermore. So if you want to put that in your Bible, it's Isaiah fifty nine twenty one. And I say, let's pass down the treasure of Jesus, because he is our greatest treasure. Now, if all the moms want to come down, and we can close today, and I would love for all the moms just, just to come down. I tell you what, 
just come down right here. That'll be fine. I'm going to, I have something for you. And uh, I'm going to pray over you. Amen. Come down wherever you want to stand right there is fine. Look at our beautiful mothers. I know several moms wished me Happy Mother's Day today from our church family and said they're going to be with their mother. And I'm glad for that because I would have loved to have been with my mother today. Y'all are precious. Mothers, listen. You are so valuable. I just could see you. You're so, so valuable. Listen, your kindness, the wisdom you give, the time you give, the faith, the care, the nurturing, the cheerleading, the comforting, the counseling, your sacrificial, unselfish giving, the prayers you have prayed, the kisses you've given, the hugs you've given, the encouragement, and the unmeasurable love behind all of this makes you priceless. You're so valuable. You're so priceless. Remember, now this is so cool. Remember what Jesus said. He says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Well, think about turning that around and think about what does God feel. Think about this. Where God's treasure is, there his heart is also. His heart is with you. You are his treasure. You're his beloved. You're his jewels. And so you're his precious treasure. And I'm... I don't want anyone here to walk away discouraged today. Because sometimes as moms, we get discouraged, don't we? We have burdens on our heart for our grandchildren, our children. We have struggles in our mind. We need peace. And I don't want anyone to go away discouraged. I want to encourage your hearts today to keep on sitting at His feet. Keep waiting. Keep praying, keep believing, keep trusting, keep hoping. Because God has a big heart. He has a lot of love in it. And He only wants the best for His daughters, amen, for His children. So just sit there, hang on, pray, praise. Get in the Word, find those promises, speak those promises, speak in faith and believe. Encourage yourself in the Lord, amen. And He will give you the desires of your heart. That's for your family to be healed, your, your family to be saved, for them to be blessed. And um, God listens to every cry. He listens to every prayer you pray. And He loves you so very, very much. You're so valuable to Him. Amen. So I'm going to pray for you right now. Lord, I just thank you for these precious mothers. I just thank you for the blessing that they are to their family. I just thank you, Father God, for the love that you fill their hearts with, Lord God. Lord, I just thank you, Father God, for blessing them in their prayers, for hearing their cries, for touching their family, for healing their family, for saving their family. I just thank you for the investment that they've made in their families. And I just thank you for the Word of God that lives and dwells richly within all these women, that they have you on their side, Father God. Greater is you, greater are you that's in them than he that's in the world. And if God be for them, who can be against them? Lord, there's nothing too hard for you. And with you, all things are possible. Lord, there's so many things that you want to speak to us and we can claim. Father God, we thank you for these mothers and we thank you for blessing them today. We thank you that we honor them today. We say uh, that they are blessed and highly favored. We love you so much, Father God. Thank you for the love that you poured into our hearts. 
Thank you for making our hearts bigger with your presence, with your spirit, that it's bigger and bigger and bigger, Lord God, every time we see you and every time we talk to you. Every time we read your word, Lord God, you fill our hearts so much that they just overflow and that all of our family can say, I saw Jesus in my mom. And then they pass it on to their children. Lord, we love you so much and we thank you for blessing our moms today. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. Now before you go, moms, I got a little something for you. I'm going to set these right here.